Previously on Unstoppable Grace, you know, I worked at this restaurant for, for five years. And in that single month, three customers came up to me and just one of them actually wrote me a heartfelt letter and told me how much they appreciated me. Um, and I was asked out three times. Not that that should be like a, mm. a you know, a sign of, of how great you are. But uh, it was just interesting because I've never once have been asked out or no one's asked for my number at work in the five years I've worked there. And it was like just this one month, all these things happened and all these things that showed that something shifted in me. And it was just it was just a tiny little thing mm-hmm. and going into every day, knowing that I can glorify God right where I'm at. Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truth from the Bible, trusting that He can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life. On our own, we are so far from great, but by His grace, we are unstoppable. Colossians 3 verse 17 says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. That's not to say that God doesn't want us to use our time wisely. We, mm-hmm. right? We, we need to. And Psalm 90 verse, verse 12, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 28, And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helps administrations, various kinds of tongues. So, Danielle, I don't know if you've ever even considered that God has given you a spiritual gift through your administration because you're good at it, mm-hmm. right? And, and I mean, again, things that we just don't consider th- that are worthy of our time or that are high callings in our life, mm-hmm. that God has blessed you so abundantly I'm sure that the thing is that God calls God calls people to different things and absolutely um you know one person who may be called to work in the film industry you know it doesn't mean that everyone should work in the film industry um, right if one person is called to administration it doesn't mean that we should all drop everything and go into administration mm-hmm. you know and a, and a big thing when you, when you become a believer I think a lot of people think that all oh, the ultimate way to glorify God is to go be a missionary and to leave everything and work yeah. in a foreign country um, but God makes that very clear to some people that that's where he's called them um, but that's not for everyone. You know, he's created people for different things mm-hmm. and for different activities. And, and so it's, yeah, I think it's it's tempting to look at our path and compare it to other people's and then kind of decide, oh, which one is better or worse. But it's not about that. It's no. really about following him and seeking his heart um, for your own life and for the work that he's calling you to join him in. Yeah, I, I remember years ago when I... I think I was like in grade 12 or just graduated high school. And so I was, you know, an adult (laughs) and I was so excited about it. And we got to, me and my friend, we're finally getting to to join the young adults group at our church. And I remember the woman who was leading the group. And, you know, now I think about it, she was like 27. So she was still young. Um, But I thought, you know, she's so wise and she's so not old, but just so wise. (laughs) And um, she had told the story about how she was terrified that God was going to call her to become a missionary. And like 
legit terrified that if she would give her life over to God, that that's what God was going to call her to do. And I think often, you know, sometimes God will throw us into things that scare us. Often he'll throw us into things that scare us. But that wasn't her calling. And that wasn't what God called her to do. Whereas her sister felt such a strong pull to the missionary field. And that's what she did. And I think that's also, she's like, well, if I'm going to be a Christian, well, that's what I have to do. I have to go to a poverty stricken country and serve others. And like that, that's what a Christian is. That's, that's what God's going to call me to do. And so I think that understanding that God is going to use the gifts that you already have, that he has given you to put you into where he wants you to be. And I know I'm, I'm going, I'm going on and on and I'm kind of jumping around here, but I'm also thinking about a friend of mine. I remember I was going through a really difficult time and I was really, really holding on to something that meant a lot to me. And I did not want to let go of this, this thing, this person. And my friend wrote me this long email. She had really felt God pressing on her heart, me. It was, she said in her mind, she saw God and then she saw me. And I was holding this slice of deli meat. And I was like, God, this is so good. I cannot give it to you. I will not give it to you. I don't want to give it to you. I love this piece of deli meat. But God said, I will let you keep this deli meat if you want to. I will let you keep this little slice of ham if you really want to. But, you know, I have something so much greater for you. And he had this great slab of steak. <laughs> she said, you know, God, God won't force you to take this amazing, juicy slice of steak. You know, he won't force you to do it. He'll still love you if you hold on to that slice of deli meat. That isn't really, you know, the best satiating thing that you can eat, but that doesn't stop you from being a child of God if you don't take that. Mm-hmm. And, and he will still be faithful to you. But oh my goodness, if you were to take this slab of steak, you would be satiated. You would be so much better off if you took what God had. Uh, you know, it's been years and years and years. I'm, I'm thinking like, I think she sent that to me like 10 years ago and it still has stuck with me. You know, God had something so much better in store for me and he did. It wasn't until I finally gave in and followed what God wanted that, wow, I actually ended up getting what I wanted. <laughs> comes back to choosing his plan a instead of settling for the plan b correct yeah and you got it in a much better way i right? did i did not in the way that you had imagined correct i uh, just want to read a verse second timothy 4 2 says preach the word be ready in season and out of season and laura just going back to what you were saying earlier about um just preparing ourselves in this time where we might not be out in the field, whether that's across the world or just in our daily lives at your job. Um, In our alone time with God, we can really prepare for when we're interacting with people. And I think that it's so important to talk about um, just being alone with God and building that connection and relationship with Him. Uh, Because when we're stronger with Him on our own, we can shine the light of him in our daily lives. And I believe that that's what happened with you in your job. When those people started to notice things, you were getting closer with God Mm -hmm. and you were building your time and your relationship with him where people could see that. And I believe that when we spend time with God, that's noticeable to the people around us because our relationship becomes more solid on him and we become stronger people. Mm -hmm. We depend less on others 
and he becomes our rock. And the Bible commands us to to study his word and to grow as Christians and to be able to to know those things. And when we read the Bible, we can go back to those things just in our day-to-day lives where, okay, trust in the Lord with all, all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Like that's a verse that I say over and over and over again in in my mind because it brings me back to to Christ. It brings me back to God. Mm-hmm. And when we have that alone time with God, we become stronger people. And that shows in our day-to-day lives. Absolutely. And I think that's a really excellent point that if you want to follow God's plan for your life, then you need to be in the word. You need to be spending quality time with God because, you know, that's how you get to know someone better Mm -hmm. is spending time with them. You can't just go about your day and never check in with a friend or never spend time with a friend and be like, I know this person so well. Well, you don't if you've never taken the time to spend with them. And that's the same with your relationship with God. And so if you want to know what God's plan for your life is, you have to be in the word and you have to be praying. You have to be in tune the father. Mm -hmm. And regarding that, I mean, it's easy to to look at that. and, And I don't know, maybe you're listening to this thinking, oh, that's a lot of work. I don't have more time to open the word. And, you know, falling in love with Jesus Christ is, is much like falling in love with, with the person you marry. Um, and, sometimes, you know, we don't want to get stuck in, and I have to do this. I have to open my word every day. I have to open the Bible and study it. Sometimes spending time with God is as simple as just getting up and just going for a walk and just focusing on him. You know, maybe take, take the Bible with you. Um, reading his word is an excellent way to get to know him. Um, but don't feel like you have to stick with this legalistic structure yes. of today I'm going to read this verse to this verse and next day I'm going to read this chapter. And it's really more of a relationship and coming into that place where you actually enjoy spending that time with God. But like Heidi said, making that a habit, just even putting a few minutes aside a day to make that a habit. And I think you'll find that that it can grow into something so much more. And mm-hmm. I think too, though, and, and not to negate everything you Mm. just said but I think too that we're such a fast-paced society Mm. that is very much what I don't know what the word I'm trying to think of you guys might think think of it but like I want what I want right now yeah microwave effect right (laughs) right and we also love entertainment and God isn't your entertainment yes and so you might not want to spend time in God's word you might go oh this is I don't want to do this I, I you know I don't watch Netflix. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that it is also your responsibility as a believer to make God a priority Mm -hmm. in your life. And a priority isn't always fun. It's not always enjoyable. And I think once you make it a habit, you get to actually enjoy it. But you have to get yourself there. And a great way that I actually do quite often, especially as a mother, in the morning, I don't have time to just sit down unless I wake up, which I do sometimes a couple hours before my son has to wake up which is early, you know, um, listening to an audio Bible, you can still ingest. There's all sorts of ways you can ingest God's Absolutely. word. Or if you're going on that walk, maybe listen to an audio Bible. And the mm-hmm. thing too is you don't, again, with the legalism, you don't need to spend hours in God's word. You don't even need to spend a ton of time reading God's word. You could read a verse and pray on that verse. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm going to, I'm going to read this verse and you know, maybe it really speaks to you. Maybe God's really speaking to you. And then on your walk or, or while you're doing the dishes, you can really meditate on what God is telling you from that mm-hmm. one verse. And I think many people are like, yeah, I'm going to read this chapter. 
I'm going to read or I'm going to read, you know, three chapters and I have to get through this. And it's not even about the relationship. It's, it's kind of like we turn God on when we open the Bible and then shut him off when we correct. close it. God's, I've actually recently stopped writing read Bible on my checklist because in the morning I usually write a list of what I have to do through, throughout the day. That's my my time management skills right now. But but it works for me. And I will, as I go throughout, cross off. And even like the tiniest things I find when I cross it off is so rewarding. And I would always have read Bible at the very top and crossing off. I'm like, yeah, I did it. It's off my list. (laughs) Well, no, I have to, I have to stop doing that. Reading God's word should not be part of my checklist. And so I've actually stopped putting it on it, but that doesn't mean I'm not doing it anymore, but it's not again, legalistic. I need to get this done. It's I get to, I get to spend time with God and get to know who he Mm -hmm. is. And I think at the beginning, for me at least, I now have the habit of reading the, the word every single day, um, but it was a chore and maybe that's shameful to say, but it was a chore at the beginning yeah. because it it took time to sit down and really focus. And until I really understood who God was, it's like, okay, another story, like this is boring, and <laughs> this name and that name and how do you say that? And I oh read King James Version, so... <laughs> Sometimes it's it's a little bit harder to to flow or understand. But now, like the time that I spend with God is it's my time, and my relationship with God has grown so much getting into His Word. And whether I read one verse or five chapters in one day, I have that time, and it's a specific amount of time that I have committed to, and it's one of my non-negotiables in my life, mm-hmm. and that has allowed me to grow so much in Christ. Yeah, so wherever you guys are at, I'm not sure where our listeners are at here right now, but a good way maybe to start the day if we're looking to trade our good agenda for God's best plans is to simply start by by realizing that God initiates your training day by day. Like He is... He's the one who who puts you in these situations that can change your character and that can help you to grow. And and when you see it from that perspective of of God's God's training me today, I mean, how is He going to initiate my training? Maybe start the day by just asking, like God, yeah. how will you initiate my training today? And get in that mindset of watching to see Him work. Just a simple prayer, like saying, Hey God, just give me eyes to see you at work and the courage to join you. Um, and being willing, you know, to step away from your plans. I think we miss so many opportunities to join God in his work when we are too set in our plans and in our goals. So by all means, set those things in place. God's already told you what's important. You know, if God's told you that you got to take care of your body, because of course your body is a temple of the Lord, you know, that that shouldn't mean that we have to wait for him to tell us when it's time to exercise each day. Yeah. You know, we should make time for that in our schedule. But um but then just be willing and open to stepping away from those those goals and the schedule that you've made for yourself to be able to see him at work and to join him in his plans and trust that he has a much better plan for your life than you could ever initiate on your own. So, my friends, until next time, get out there and explore the story, the life that God's given you to live, remembering that on our own we are so far from great, but by his grace we are unstoppable. Amen. That's it for today. Thanks for taking the time to listen in. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our show and give us a rating. Until next time, take care and God bless.